Hello, and you are back in the Velvet Room with Joke with a Fool. This is our 38th episode, and today we'll be discussing the end of the year being a good time to reflect and my experience podcasting so far. So this is a bit of a one big topic. Uh, I'm just going to go all in reflecting at the end of the year. It's the end of December, December 28th, uh, as I record this, and this is the last episode of this podcast in the Velvet Room with Joke with a Fool for 2023, so forever, whoever has um, stuck with me for all the episodes, well, this is your first episode, however many episodes you listen to, uh, thank you uh, for bearing with me. I've done content creation before, but this is my first podcast that I've um, ever done and really stuck to consistently, other than Hump Day Potpourri, but I got Doc helping me out in terms of picking the topics and being someone to bounce off of. We bounce off of each other, and we make that into um, something greater than what it would be with greater than what our solo content is so it's always nice to have a co-host and be able to bounce off of things but the solo stuff you gotta come up with the topics yourself and you got to uh entertain yourself and you got to think of things yourself and i don't really script things out i have an outline of what i'm talking about and the basic in the description of what i talk about as well if you're, you're reading this you know whether you watch this on youtube rumble or odyssey you read through the description um all that information i i write that out before and I write out what i talk about and that's my outline and then i just sort of uh spew my thoughts into the microphone and then i upload it for all of you people here all over the world uh basically i've got listeners in uh, georgia and vietnam and singapore i'm very thankful it's very interesting uh to think about i've never been to um asia or so many places but my voice has so it's a bit weird to think about when you get into it and that's uh, one of the things that i do like about podcasting is just the idea of just having uh, a stream of consciousness that you save uh, upload and then people have access to basically in perpetuity as long as you can access the rss feed uh, you can access um, my my thoughts my feelings or just a, a microcosm of my thoughts and feelings of that specific um, day talking about these specific things and that can um, inform your existence so it's a very interesting thing i definitely look forward to keep doing it i think 2023 was the year i really Built out my Substack in terms of getting the daily poll on my Substack, getting my podcast established, and getting uh, the format, getting comfortable with it, and just becoming a more well-rounded writer, and also just becoming um, actually an owner of the publishing house. As in, I filed the paperwork for an LLC. I got the business cards. I handed them out at Porkfest. I was selling copies of the book, so I definitely leaned a lot more into the business aspect of of being a publisher and all, all these sorts of things rather than just being a, a guy who wrote a book and, and just put out there, um, you know, self-published with Lulu. Is, this is really the year where, like, Velvet Loom Publishing really became a thing um, to the degree that it is now. And I think, I know, 2024 is just going to be um, me establishing the brand and the business and doing these things um, more so because I've got all this experience that I've garnered throughout the year of 2023 and i'm going to bring that with me into 2024 i'm going to expand on it and that is always a great thing you're always learning you're always growing you're always expanding and that happens regardless of what the day says on the calendar but it's always nice when you're transitioning into years to be reflective to think about these sorts of things and see how the future is going to go and i do think this has been a great year for uh, the culture you know we we have what the reperverse is doing we've got the fact that um, you know, X is becoming an X Twitter, whatever the hell you want to call it, has become a much more freedom minded platform than it used to be when it was 
actually Twitter uh, officially, and it was still ran by the cancel pigs. It's a good term. We'll use that. Now, Alex Jones is talking on um, uh, doing doing uh, shows on uh, Twitter, all, all these sorts of things. So a lot of people have gotten unbanned. And the cultural implications of Elon Musk being the owner of Twitter and doing the things that he's doing is a lot better. I, I do think it's a contributing factor to why Malay got into office. And that's another thing that someone who ran on a very heavily libertarian platform got elected um, in, into uh, an office of a major country, and I do think that's going to have ripple effects going into 2024. Now, is that going to be boding well for the election in this country, the United States? I don't know. The U.S. election, this uh, election cycle, is going to be absolutely insane. So they're they're going to ramp up the censorship to 100. They're going to pull every dirty trick they have in the book to keep Biden or whoever um, the uniparty is going to run as the candidate to um, keep that person in office and keep a hold of the power over the federal government because it's very important that the uh, uh, powers that be have uh, complete and utter control of the federal government because that's the, uh, I, I guess, the central aspect of where globalization is coming, especially from the West. So you've got the Western globalists and you've got the uh, Eastern uh, communist globalists, the BRICS, um, party and those are the two big factions and they have very similar um, objectives for what they want the world to be it's really just um, the flag that they're flying and some I guess personal things in terms of um, who, who who gets to be um, sitting on the top of the throne the globalist throne but I'm against it all very much against globalism and if we can topple the U.S. federal government. We can get a national divorce, engage in a peaceful decentralization process of the federal government. I do think the entire um, globalization effort would fall apart on that basis because um, the globalists need the American empire in order to succeed and prosper. And that's why this election is going to be very important. And 2024 is going to be a very important year um, because this is where... You know, you can have a change of power in the hands of the uh, American empire or, or just, you know, that federal government. And that's going to have ripple effects into the entire um, geopolitical realm. So that is definitely what to look out uh, for in 2024 in January. It's always a crazy year um, from my experience uh, so far. A lot of stuff goes down in January. I expect uh, next month to be no different. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, but if we're looking back on 2023... Uh, the cultural wins. I do think the Ripperverse is doing great, uh, and all the other people in the parallel economy doing the independent thing. But the Ripperverse, I definitely want to talk about that. You have Ison Two, Alpha Core One, uh, those two books. It's definitely a much more built-out company, and that's going to go even more so into 2024. And it's going to inspire and enable more people to do more things because you have the mindset of, hey, if the Ripperverse can do it. Uh, the parallel economy is more legitimate, actually more of a thing, and more people are going to flock to it and be consumers and producers in the parallel economy, and that's just going to bolster it even more. And you think it's going to keep happening in 2024, especially with how um, the Internet is able to facilitate uh, the, the parallel economy uh, like never before. And that's going to be even more true in 24. Uh, so these uh, these things culturally, we've had these big cultural wins that I think we really ought to focus on 
and, and expand on into 2024. It was good that Malay won. It's good that the Ripaverse is uh, may, um, still a multi-million dollar company. It's good that you have all these independents that are doing their own thing, whether that's Comicsgate or being able to do film production or uh, independent content creation on YouTube and Rumble and all these other platforms and, you know, even X at this point with Elon Musk owning uh, X and making it much more conducive to free free exp- free expression is a genuinely good thing and you want to look at these good things and say how can i expand on them in 2024 i definitely think that's what you should be doing instead of swallowing the black pill and being all numerous and saying well inflation is so bad and the wrong guy is in office and the free letter agencies are going to do all this uh, censorship nonsense in 24 that's all true to do agree especially the censorship nonsense that the um feds the free letter agencies the intelligence community whatever you want to call them oh that's going to get ramped up i mentioned that but i don't think it really matters if we can get more people to uh tune out that noise and be aware of just how corrupt the system is and i think that's happening more and more so every day especially since we're experiencing the end results of government incompetency uh and <laughs> it's just going to be harder and harder for people to ignore when you're, you're paying uh, an arm and a leg just to get groceries where your rent is most of your income if not all of your income at this point with uh, the way the cost of living is going on these days and sure it creates a little bit of economic hopelessness and makes things hard but i do think people are going to be able to bounce back we're going to be able to be prosperous he just put your nose down do what you need to do uh and you use this um time of year and use basically all of the time you have all of um your experience that you've gained so far you reflect on it you process it and then you bring that going into um the new year the next day you may resolve to make each day better than the last with what you learn from the previous day and i think that's really all i can tell you to do so again thank you so much for listening to this podcast i didn't really have any um topics to uh talk about i could have pulled something out but i wanted to say you know this is a great time to reflect it's the end of december we're going into a new year uh there's a lot of cultural implications with it being uh, an election year in the U.S., so that's definitely something to consider, uh, the political um, connotation, so that's going to definitely be in the culture, all these political things uh, are going to happen, and I think, you know, culture is politics downstream from culture, but politics does feed into culture, it does have a bit of a cultural influence, as in, you know, if the, the election definitely becomes a meme and something that people talk about. Uh, so that's definitely going to have a cultural influence, the fact that it is an election year, the fact that people will be talking about it and giving their takes on it and, and making um, fun of the candidates one way or another. And it's going to be interesting to uh, sit back and laugh at it. And I will be doing that uh, for certain because in the Velvet Room with Joker the Fool will be airing semi-weekly Tuesdays and Thursdays all of 2024 barring some act of God or something that prevents me from um, setting my microphone up in front of this computer and recording my quote-unquote lovely, lovely voice for you all. So I think with that, I'm going to sign off. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. Good Christmas, blessed you all, uh, and have a happy new year. And I will see you in 2024, and we're going into the outro now. Thank you for being in the Velvet Room with Joker the Fool. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe whether you're listening on YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, or Substack. And be sure to subscribe to my Substack, 
velvetroompublishing.substack.com to keep up with Machine to Man and all my other projects.